Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crush Fan Podcast. I am your host, Ken Therion, a.k.a. Chris Crush Jacob, because Chris Crush will make the ball jump jump. We have yet another installation of podcast, After Dark. And what a turnout we have in this After Dark. We have a few fresh faces, a few veteran faces, a few fresh veteran faces, so many faces that I can't even see. This is what happens when we do podcasts late at night. We're going to introduce, starting with how I see you guys in Discord, start with uh, the Kingpin's legend himself, Haseo, Zach Mouse. How's it going tonight? It's going. Um, I am currently sitting here drinking some Kool-Aid and having some sherbet because I'm only allowed to have liquid diet for the next couple of days since I just I recently had surgery on the mouth. Oh. So, oh, nothing major. It's just because I have a hole in my gums, <laughs> I can't have much. So, other than that, I'm done. Fantastic. Well, we're glad to have you, and uh, glad that everything went well. Wishing you a speedy recovery, and hopefully you're mostly relaxing and not thinking too much about work or stresses in life. Uh, I mean, there's no pain, so it's whatever. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. And uh, below him, we have Sports Ghost 95, Derek Rogers Jr. How goes it tonight? You didn't emphasize the name this time, and for that, you don't get to know. No, I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Sports Ghost <laughs> 95. <laughs> I'm going back on mute now. Thanks. Sorry about that. You don't know, worry. it's 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 bad to set expectations and then not live up to them, um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll be better you about that. You are an expert future. at that, to be fair. That's kind of, listen, I live that Six Sigma life, so it's it's really important to me. <laughs> <laughs> and and below him we have Jimmy, aka Donnie Applegate. How goes it tonight, Jimmy? Hi, it's going good. Um, it's about one a.m. in Louisiana right now, and a hurricane's supposed to come today, so that'll be interesting. Um, but it's good to be on a PBE group podcast, being the only current kingpin, I believe. I don't really. It's nice to meet all of you. Uh, Except for Haseo, who I know a little from ISFL. But uh, yeah, it, it's good to be here. Hope I can uh, add something good to the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, glad to have you. Again, always excited to get fresh faces in here. And uh, yep, the only <laughs> the only current member of the Kingpins. Uh, but we are all the Crush fam. We're all uh, loving home runs and PBE and baseball and nonsense. So I think those are all requirements of being part of the Crush Fam. And uh, by entering this podcast, you've agreed to those conditions. So, And probably a messed up sleep schedule, too, based on the Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a messed up sleep schedule. Yeah, and hopefully I saw, um, yeah, I think ten, literally tonight and then into tomorrow is when, like, the landfall is happening or whatever. So hopefully it's significantly more mild than predicted and, and all is well. Thank you. Should are you in um? Are you in like northern Louisiana or like no. straight up in the pass? Oh, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's. Not, I'm not gonna reveal my city, but uh, well, yeah. No, I mean, no, it's no, not great. 
Yeah, Jimmy, could you go ahead there. and uh, provide your social security number just to make sure we get you paid for this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. There was once a time where, you know, I was pretty protective of, of my identity and, you know, not doxing myself in sim leaks. But I think it's just come to a point where I don't know why. I just don't care anymore. Um, but, yeah, no, I should, I should be fine, really. Um, I'm in a pretty safe location. Uh, but it's still weird just waiting for it. So, but we'll be okay. The anticipation of the event is is terrible. I, I yeah. imagine. I can't Could relate be worse to the, than the actual event. Yeah, I mean, it's, hopefully, hopefully it is. Hopefully. And then, of course, what would a Crush Fan podcast be without the the man of media, the Miners Ambassador, Pirate Captain Dom Crozier McCoy? How you doing tonight? You know, the one thing I've noticed about the intros is no matter when I join, I am always last. <laughs> like, I don't know how Discord organizes, but I am always the first one to introduce myself. Uh, but hi, I am good. I'm pretty sure it's literally just alphabetical. I'm pretty sure. It, it might mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, alphabetical. Yeah, you chose an M. Um, and then before that, it was a P. So yeah, you're, you're gonna be last. about me getting Miner's Ambassador. Woo! Man, that, what, I mean, why that's kind that of old news. Mean? I feel like we talked about that last time, but yeah, I mean, I guess. What it's does cool. that mean? Oh, okay. I, I won't uh, rehash it then. It's just most dedicated member, but name something else. Oh sweet! Congrats. Yeah. yeah, it's the person who interacts with the new folks. So so most get dedicated member and Miner's Ambassador are slightly different. They're slightly different. Um, wait, wait. That sounds just like a rookie mentor with extra steps. Pretty, I mean, and you, that's and fair, you don't get paid for it. That's a fair assessment. It is absolutely. <laughs> Miner's ambassador is rookie mentor with a lot of extra steps, and you don't get paid for it. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, Dom's put himself out there in the rookie chats. He's always helpful to new folks, and then of course, you know, a big part of that uh, that big group that came in. Uh, what was it season twenty five? We got all those new folks, and he quickly adapted and became a face for the team. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah what, what season? Uh, or like, how many seasons ago did y'all join? Because actually, I don't know what season it is right now in PVE. But like, how long ago? How long have y'all been in the league? Um, of us, Cantherion has been here. No, it, it's been Mouse. Mouse has been. Oh here yeah, no, played. I'm. Oh yeah, this definitely me. Out of who here right now, it's definitely me. Yeah. How long has that been? Um, I created season nineteen. Okay. I'm, so eight. I'm actually eight. yeah. I'm actually in my prime season right now. Nice. So are you Zach Mouse by any chance? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you listen to the intro? That is the mouse. Oh my gosh. No I am the only mouse right now. People keep abusing the Mickey Mouse brand without asking me first. So, um, because, again, because we got the new folks in here, I want to get to know those new folks a little bit. And I always like to start out with baseball background. Um, so to, to kick it off, I want to talk about my background a little bit. So I um, was born in Chicago and raised in the Chicago suburbs, so I'm, I'm a lifelong Cubs fan. And uh, the origin of that is my grandfather, who um, he got tickets like three sets of tickets a year through his work. Um, so we had seats that were like roughly 12 rows back right on the third baseline. 
and I got to you know grow up with uh, with faces like uh, you know with like Rhino, uh, like Gracie, and then um, kind of in, into the early two thousands with like Derek Lee and Aramis Ramirez and even Big Z. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like my baseball origin story. Uh, starting with you, Haseo, uh, what what kind of got you into baseball, or, or are you into baseball? Um, I am in. I am into baseball, not nearly as much as I am into football. Um, good man. But uh, my background, uh, I first got into baseball when I was, I think I was ten. It's about. It's been a while now. Um, and. I uh I grew up I uh, was I grew up around Pittsburgh and unfortunately the Pittsburgh Pirates are absolutely trash so I didn't have much to look forward to <laughs> but at least when I was that young we had won a world series within the last 100 years so um but we but I had that going for me but now I'm more of an Angels fan than I am a Pirates fan. I uh, I miss my fish man. Trout needs to get better soon, but I'm pretty sure they're going to shut him down the rest of the season, and we won't see him till 2022. Sad face. Um, but uh, I mean, I still follow the Pirates some. Like I I really watched him a lot whenever Garrett Cole was the ace. And, uh, I mean, we also had, while I was watching, we also had, I'm pretty sure we had Tyler Glass now, who is, I think he's still with the Rays, right? I'm going to say yes, uh, but we don't fact check in this podcast, so we'll just say yes. Okay. Last I, last I checked on him, he was with the Rays. Um, Andrew McCutcheon was my favorite outfielder. Uh, while well, before I started following the Angels a little bit more, and then realized, oh wow, this uh, this Mike Trout guy is pretty good, and one he, could one could say he's uh, he's pretty decent, um, but yeah, I mean it's debatable, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's debatable, um, but my favorite player currently in the game is Shohei Otani. Simply because it it's so hard to play one way to be a field to be a batter or pitcher, but man, he is crushing it on both sides of the ball, and it is super fun to watch. Um, so yeah, I think there's. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense to. Uh... You know, it's easy to like a team with an amazing player, uh, but it's. It, I think it's still tough because it's. It's not a team like most people when they change team loyalties, they'll change to a team that's like winning. You know, that's like in the thick of it in the playoffs, whatever. Right. So people gravitate and, towards like the Dodgers right now. People like, and oh, the yeah, Angels are. Now. The Angels are not in the running. I don't think. Um, but I still follow the Pirates simply because I'm close by. Well, I'm a lot closer to Pittsburgh than I am to LA. So, um, actually, my uh, wife and daughter and I we went to a Pirates game just last week. We were right behind the home dugout, oh, cool. and uh, 
if we, she actually walked down to uh, the dugout and actually uh, uh, w- was yelling at 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 our pitcher, I think it was Will Crow that was that was pitching that night, and she just goes up to the dugout and just goes, "Will strike him out." And the funny part is he did. So when he struck the, that was the third out of I can't remember what inning it was. I just thought it was so cool that she he she yells strike him out and he does and then he points to her. He points to my three year old daughters and that was really cool. Um, sadly I think we didn't we didn't get a side ball or anything, but you know whatever. Uh, it was re- it was a really good game. Uh, Pirates ended up winning seven to against the Diamondbacks, who who are also doing terrible this year. So, that's my f- fun story of recent memory. Love it. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about PNC Park is, like, one of, if not the uh, most beautiful oh, park in the league. It, it is so beautiful. Um, There's uh, there's one built... You'll, you can see the Pittsburgh skyline, and it's really cool. <laughs> But there's one building on the right-hand side out of right field. Normally, um, there's a projection on the side of the building. I don't know what it's supposed to be. But I'm assuming they're projecting some TV screen onto the building. It's broken. (laughs) So you only see, like, couple... You only see colored pixels. Like, you see... there's There's, like, 10, 11, 12 squares... And they 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 change color every now and then, but that's it. Like it's actually broken, and it's hilarious. I don't know if they've got it fixed in the last week, but when we were there, it was broken. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And you can only see it at night because they obviously don't project onto the building during the day. Um, and the game ended at like ten thirty that night or something, so. You could see it clear as day that it was broken. Nothing's ever broken now, is it? I mean, they just need to turn it off and turn it back on, but they didn't have anybody there to do so, apparently. Jesus Christ, what is this frickin' Apple tech support? It's funny because I work in tech support. <laughs> a, ma- a guy with the name Mouse works in tech support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I could have na- I could have named my player keyboard and mouse, but or mouse and keyboard, but man, that's actually really funny. I should have done that, but I didn't. Yeah, and then you? we could have rebranded the Crush Fam to the IT crowd. That could have been a whole thing. Moss. Dang it. Net crowd. Next time, you know what? Next time, I start up a weird thing. With the help of other people organically, I'm going to make sure that it's the IT <laughs> I actually have an idea for my next player. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Try turning it off and on uh, again. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, oh, I guess I'll take course here. <clears throat> so, I'm going to talk about the uh, seasons that Chicago and Boise are having because I was tweeting about them quite a bit with my player, but due to recent events, I've been busier than usual, so I haven't been able to tweet about them. 
I don't get to talk about my baseball background. No, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of enjoying the interlude. I wasn't sure where it was going. But... I thought this was a professional podcast, and it's I was told oh, no, there no, were two no, new no, 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 man, and they were each going to. <laughs> you, you're in the wrong podcast. If you I mean, you were correct to demand your talking time, but weird, <laughs> professional. I'm sorry, sports guest. I don't know if there's a better thing to call you. That was a fantastic segue. Um, but I guess I'm a narcissist. So I just wanted to no, say this. Go right, right ahead. I understand it was your time. I stepped on it. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, I think that baseball is, is easily like the worst of the major sports. And it, it's a sport. It's a terrible sport. And uh, I think it's only good in a sim league format. Um, growing Thanks. up in, <laughs> no, that's totally, hot, that is the correct take. Hot take bombs right here. Um, growing up in Louisiana, there, there, we do have a minor league team. Uh, New Orleans, it was in New Orleans Zephyrs, but now it's in New Orleans Baby Cakes. Mm-hmm. But back when I was a kid, I think I went to a couple games. And there was one player. I always remember just because of his name, uh, called Gookie Dawkins. And uh, I actually wrote Gookie Dawkins a letter. And uh, I think about two years later, he actually responded to it and gave me an autographed card. Um, but I just wanted to drop that, that baseball sucks, honestly. It's very boring. Um, but in a sim league, that's a, that, that's a good idea. You know, they should have just invented the sim league first and then like had baseball be like you know like the spinoff like real baseball um because it would make more sense then um but okay that's all i wanted to say sports goes please tell me more about boise and chicago uh, this season well i appreciate that um that was some chad shit this dude just just joined a baseball podcast and was like fuck this sport (laughs) not only not only did you say that but someone started talking over you, and you were like, no, 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 no. I've earned this right <laughs> to we're shit so talk baseball. To like, you forced us to go back. <laughs> you were not only, uh, like, non-aligned about it, you actively wanted to push this opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about it. I could have a lot more to say about it, but I felt pretty bad actually jumping on that. But I was so excited to say something. I'm not no, right. that's I feel that. I mean, I um, I do not care for baseball at all. I think it's pretty boring. I mean, before the works. trade deadline, I probably would have disagreed with you guys. Um, but as a Cubs fan, I'm in shambles right now, and I probably will be until like the end of next year. So, yeah, um, I got no, I have I no that. defense right now. So Crush Fam is officially anti-baseball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I wouldn't no, go that no, far. No, 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 no. I wouldn't go that far. I'm just saying yeah. I'm not as hyped <laughs> on baseball. Right now, sport. <laughs> like, I'm not as hyped as I once was. Um, because I just, yeah, the ownership just kind of took a dump on the fans. And <laughs> was like, I'm going to do things my way. And that's that's so fine. That's listen. Tickets. When you own a baseball team, you get you, you get to do what you want. But um, it sucks for the fans. It just sucks. Yeah, you're right. Though you really are right. But let's let's get to the interlude. So I'm not as sad. And let's t- <laughs> go ahead and and uh, regale us with uh, a little bit of a season update on the Kingpins and and, yes, and the Raptors. I like that. Well, I would 
have to say both teams have, I believe, the same record. Oh, close to the same record. Furrier Chicago Kingpins, another great season for them. They are 46 and 32. Yes, they did go through a bit of a slump, not including the very disturbing implosion of one Kingpin during today's sim. He gave up five earned runs in a third of an inning. I was doing that in the minors last season. I had a horrible sequence of events where I gave up nine runs in four and a third innings. And two appearances, no less. But still, these guys are really good. I know Inkerbell has been off to a terrible start. But that's not their fault. They can still turn around. There's, It's only been 78 games. They still have at least four or five starts left. It's just the run support, that's all. There's not a player on this team that has an ERA under... Mostly their starters that don't have an ERA under four. But it's the bullpen. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's the bullpen. <clears throat> You've got uh, Jeremy Krause, who's got an ERA of 2.21 albeit in only nine games in middle relief. That's just one of the users in the bullpen. Then you got Smoothie Vert through 32 games, 6-4, 8 saves, ERA of 2-6-3. Oh, Christ, how am I going to say this? Saya Osi Multiopoly? I think it is. There... Uh, I believe the game is pronounced Monopoly. Wow. Oh, Christ. Wow. Damn it, McCoy. <laughs> you were the one that was mispronouncing Monopoly, not me. I'm going to be calm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I already got one person to quit the VC. I'm trying to get two. <laughs> I was going to say, you're getting the guy with the, you ain't getting the guy with the full handlebar mustache to quit nothing, son. Now sit down. <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to talk about the uh, offense here for the uh, Kingpins. And I'm going to go over Jimmy first because he's here, and I'm not going to trash him because he came in halfway through last season and played catcher for the Kingpins, and he did a halfway decent job and a damn good job so far this season. Yes, he's only hit one home run, but he's driven 32 runs. He's hitting 285 in a lineup full of great players. The only disappointment so far would have to be, um, and no, it's not Bauer. I'm not going to go that far. I think somebody's actually going to challenge McCoy's record for worst rookie season. Oh, no, that was totally broken by, um, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on the name. It was one of our rookies from last year that had more strikeouts than me, which is astounding. It wasn't Bauer, was it? I think it was, well, no, because Ham had a very good start to the season. Didn't they make the Pro Bowl off of waivers, which is, like, well, they incredible? Made the, uh, they made the All-Star break. Oh, yeah, sorry. Year, All, it's All-Star in baseball. <laughs> they also break your record by striking out 100 times in 100 games. Yeah, they have your record, but they've Love got more stolen it. bases this year than last year. They've got 28 and 31 attempts. Oh, no, Ham's a great player. Well, the best player right now, and I'm going to give props to them, 
it's actually not Sax Justice this year. It's Anchovy playing shortstop. Yeah, Ann's gone crazy. Hell yeah. 4.4 war. Leading the team in war this season. That's a huge war. step up. I mean, the what, one what bad month that, that the Kingpins oh, no. had was that month of July. That was it. This team has gone 500, uh, 500 better the rest of the months. 7 and 2 April, 14 and 10 May, 12 and 10 June, and a 5 and 1 start to August. A 5 and 1 sim to start the month of August. Best team walking wise, hitting wise, they lead the league in average. On base, runs scored, hits, walks, and strikeouts. And least amount of walks by the pitching staff. I think this is one of the best teams they've ever had. Well, despite the one rookie who's just gotten off to a terrible start, I think this war rival, he has half of what your rookie war was, Crozier. Yeah. He has a negative 1.3 war. What a Chad. What's his WRC plus? I'm scared to check. Mine was, I think mine was six, I think mine was like 50 something. This is What's 54. It? What's WRC plus? Oh boy! Uh, that Wait, is every time you say Yeah, no, no, no. I got you. Uh, that is how effectively uh, you get people who are on base uh, into score. Well, what's a base? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh, God. oh man, he's his first podcast, and he's already not not, not going for that one. I'm sorry. He, I kind of uh, thought you would. I, for a part of me, thought that you would fall for it. No, I he appreciate the, the credit. He yeah. doesn't have the brains, but he's got the heart. That was it. Was a good shot, bud. <laughs> really was. See if I'll get Just you another get, time. We'll see. You probably Just will. to get back here, the uh, the uh, I'm not sure many of you know that bet that a uh, Dag has with a uh, Bauer. Good one. So I'm, I'm scared. has to have a war of four for Dag to give him props. I believe it is. But if he doesn't, he gets to Bauer gets to be called bad by Dag for it being his own fault, not his for his build just being absolute hot garbage. Yeah, I think it was um, permissions for making uh, roles and editing roles in, the, in uh, the channel, in the Kingpin's channel. Well, if he gets another 1.4 war, he he would actually have to have Radiance Ham's war right now added to his for it to be his choice. But other than that, that's my recap of uh, Chicago. Th- Shumi's leading the team in homers, Lane's got 58 RBIs, and Chovy's leading team in average. And this team is five up on the uh, newly branded Flamingos at 46 and 32. And now I'm going to shift over to my team, which is the uh, Boise Raptors. Nobody expected this team to be doing much of anything. Um, Definitely not. Definitely not. Gonna disagree People really with you don't a bit consider there. that. I mean, 
I mean, I was being sarcastic. There was no reason to so. expect Boise to be terrible this year. I'll just say that. No, do you know who I wasn't expecting to be not terrible this year? And I what? hate to say this as a former <laughs> member of the team, but the Vancouver Vandals were off to a ridiculous start at the beginning of the season, and I was not expecting it whatsoever. I, well, I really, I really was not. I thought well, they, I thought they would finish uh, third in the division behind. Bo- I feel like they. I feel like going to be. The, I feel like they're going to be Boise and San Antonio, or flip flop those two with Vancouver in third, and the Maui Makos or Makos, however you pronounce it, in fourth. Which I know Maui's going to finish in fourth because that team just isn't there yet. I gotta give. I gotta give Diesel like five more seasons, I think, with how with their luck of early retirements and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was not necessarily his fault either, though. Cough, cough, Diesel... multi. Yeah, ECC. <laughs> uh, who? I I thought we didn't you. speak the name. Bless you. Okay, yes, yeah, so, excuse me. So, who's saying before? No, go ahead, go ahead. The Mocos. The Mocos. You mocked them. Uh, I so mean, wrong, I mean, that's how they pronounce it on stream Maui Mocos. Seriously. Oh, I thought no. it was Makos. Or, or, or is it Makos? It is, it is Makos. clear right now. It is Makos, and this man is a false prophet. <laughs> Do not hear him. I, I'm not, I'm not like our commissioner. I don't have God anywhere in my name. Please cut me some slack, okay? I'm just, say, a, I'm just a, I'm just a little mouse. Man, are you? <laughs> I'm just I'm, a little mouse. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a who fan. You're what not a religious man like the uh, God of chickpeas, are you? Oh no, no, no! Please, there are better things to do with my time. And there's a long no, drive no. to deep left field, and that'll be a home run and make it a four nothing ball game. <laughs> By Nick Costanos. Okay, I'm sorry. I I, I do not mean track. I do not mean to offend anyone who is religious. It's just just not for me. You know. No, it's fine. The only what thing is happening right now? Just, I, what? I don't Where know. are we going? I, Hey, this is this is the Crush Fan podcast where anything goes. We know this, guys. Come <laughs> so on. So we have we have uh, Jimmy, who's just yeah. hummus, except instead of wow, it's what. And then we <laughs> we have we have Sports Ghost, and then Sports Ghost, but with a different accent. Um, I don't know whether I should be offended or not. Accent. Yeah, I because don't... both of you just ramble incoherently for. <laughs> Minutes at a time, <laughs> and then there's just me and I uh, can't theory on just sitting here. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Do I, do I have to sleep in another to room tonight? <laughs> am I, I? I I am not. I am not sleeping in your room tonight, my friend. I'm sorry. You you oh. insulted me. I'm sorry. So, yeah. No, you insulted me. I'm I'm gonna sleep on the couch. Okay. I was gonna say I made up a cot in the bar. Go sleep there. Ooh, there's a bar. Yeah, the the DRJ bar. <laughs> I got okay. I got kicked out of the speakeasy. Okay. 
I, I was gonna say, if you ever need to know where my bar is, it's across the street from Hammond Park in Boise. <laughs> yes, that's. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's only like a three hour flight. <laughs> that, that's Actually, no, that's not that bad. Me. Like I got, a, I got like a two hour drive and then a four hour flight. That's like six hours. I don't, uh, no. <laughs> oh yeah, that's three I mean, hours fifty minutes. Wow. I Here's kind of forget thing, though, how I big our country is sometimes. Warm meal and everything. I can offer them a warm meal, a beer, and a friendly atmosphere. I have that at home. This has become a. We we are no longer a podcast. We're just an advertising clinic. We're we're just talk. We're just rambling at this point. I here I am sitting here. I'm sitting here doing my update while I'm not. No, I'm not talking. And then Wait, I'm updating too. <laughs> Wow. Nice. I haven't updated since last Sunday, actually. I've already updated for the week. Do you things. uh, So the the DRJ pub thing, so there's a sketch, it's not a sketch, but there's a a joke that one of my favorite streamers kind of has as a running joke, and he talks about America's pub, and how it's just like this generic commercial for a bar, like every bar commercial you've ever seen. Like every night is ladies' night at America's Pub. Like, and it's just generic advertisements. Like, buy two drinks and pay twice as much. America's Pub, and that's DRJ's bar. Kind of reminds me of that, and I like. He's not wrong. DRJ's bar bars. sounds like a baseball stat. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. I have I have a fun story. So, do you guys know Cranch's McBasketball? Yes. The actual Cranchus McBasketball is in the Lakers Discord and, like, active participant there. Yeah. Um, that's a real name? No, no, no. That's the not his Lakers. real name. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, I no, just no, thought no, they no. named I, that, I their game real name's, that. like, Todd or something really lame. Gotcha. Um, but about to say, who are the Lakers? I mean, jeez, guys. We're coming with the fake team names. I to know. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I, I'm in Cleveland. What am I supposed to do? Root for the Cavs? Fuck that. Um, <laughs> and we were joking with him that he could just start making up stats, and everyone would be like, "Why don't I know that stat yet?" <laughs> so uh, the Crush Fam should totally do that. Is we should make a, a media analysis, and it's like uh, we'll be like. <laughs> Uh, why Radiance Ham's um, NRG Plus is a worrying sight for the Kingpins this year, and just see if we could get anyone to go along with it. <laughs> just start making up advanced analytics. Yeah, it's like a plus or minus on the DR- DRJ bar. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, no, I really want <laughs> to do that. Bar definitely. Good. Yeah, it's, I mean it's like a minus two and a half on the DRJ bar, so it's not you know it's it's not uh, that great. It's, it they want to see happen. they want to see and more out of roll DRJ with it. <laughs> I great. dare you! I dare you! I double dog dare you to make a realistic media about that. No, I'll, I'll try. I will try my best. Yeah, that'll piss Hamas off. It's just like. I'm oh, a baseball genius. I should know this stuff. I don't know Hummus why I don't know hilarious. this. Hilarious. Why does hummus sound person, like the person that that would make angry is Shu? I was gonna say, why does your impression of hummus make him sound like an angry businessman, like from every movie? It doesn't make any sense. The stock should be going up. 
<laughs> that was I just need those pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Freelancing. That's that's where the money is. Have um, you guys um actually seen? Not you, Dom, because I know you've been a part of it. Have you guys seen the Kamish podcast that was on the PBE yeah. uh, Twitch channel? You know who oh, Hamas reminds no, me of? No. Who? A teenager that's trying to grow a beard but failing miserably. <laughs> I So I said this in the last podcast. I mentioned it in the lobby. I think he low-key looks like Zach Braff. No, that is a fair. That's fair. Yeah, but Zach Braff looks better. I mean, okay, it's not fair to be like, a celebrity looks better than a normal person. Absolutely. Like, that's not really a fair comparison. Wait. Wait. Hamas is a normal person? Hamas is That's just insulting normal people everywhere, man. All right. Uh, (laughs) How dare you? How dare you insult honorary Crush fan member? I don't know. I don't know if we've ever actually given him that distinction, have we? Okay. You, You know... I'm a teammate of Hamas on the on the Apex. I can I can I can trash talk him all I want because at the end of the day, we're on the same team and it's all in good fun. I think. I've never seen you have fun. Yeah, we and honestly, I haven't seen your friendship application, so I can't confirm or deny if you guys are oh, friends. Yeah, I, we don't really have the legal paperwork to act on that. Sorry. <sighs> Yeah, okay. We're just losing the paperwork now. Okay. I'm just, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. stop talking yeah. and let uh and let everybody else talk while I finish my updates. Minus oh seven on the McCoy skit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Hummus is definitely a one twenty plus on the Braphometer. I, I agree. Um yeah, that's a good segue. You can you can pick it back up since since Mouse has to continue his update. Okay, so now I can talk about Boise's season. I screwed up on my season predictions, now didn't I? Yes. I was Maybe. thinking about having them in first. And I thought, you know what, that's stupid. I, I legitimately thought, I'm a moron. I should not have them in first place because we sucked last season. But what di- what ends up happening? This ends up happening. This team has gone 19 and six in their last 25 games. It's been established. This team is good now. They're 18 over 500. They're six games up on San Antonio and Vancouver. And Diesel, I'm sorry, your team is better than Seattle, but it's not good enough to catch San Antonio or Vancouver to this year. Sorry, dude. That was so weird. It was nice the way I put it. I tried my best. Diesel's an avid yeah. listener of the podcast, so definitely he'll hear this I for sure. I was very kind about <laughs> it. Oh, I is he? I don't think so. I don't think he's listening. I always expect oh. Boise to be good. I mean, if, um, listen, if he has listened, he hasn't mentioned anything. I don't think he's listened to it. I mean, I'm probably going to get a nasty DM for the Maui Makos comment, but, the you know. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's if the, I said uh... that on a stream, 
I don't think I'd even get to finish the stream. I think Mike would just join right away and yell at me. <laughs> True. He, he'd not... even let me finish the stream. Mike. Yeah. You you would no, just you would Mike. just uh you would just hear you would just hear Vince McMahon's music and then Enoch just walking out. You're fired. <laughs> no, it, it'd be like um well, like he it'd did be with... like uh, the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. Like he would just like spring from my ceiling. Which one? Which there was one? a lot of the Hell in a Cells with the Undertaker. Yes. Yes. No, <laughs> I wasn't you... trying to specifically no. illustrate one. And, and well, then you would have to go with 1998's King of the Ring. Gotta go with the. You gotta go with the with the uh, best known one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, so to be fair, Mike mind. has a history of coming in and correcting, so that was a fair, you know, the whole the whole Bark Murley thing. Um, yes. You know, no, there is jump historical in, so. precedent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Really? It's not insulting I, if it's hmm. fact. Hmm. No, I, I do not slander I my may. boy Mike. If I, I can't slander. I can't slander Mike. I'm on his team. I if just. I, I don't insult. Not my style. If I may. You I need to do a dramatization of what's going to happen to Crozier when Enoch gets a hold of him. Oh no, no! Don't throw him through the cell! <laughs> so we're going to turn this into the professional wrestling experience. <laughs> no, I could just imagine poor McCoy's uh, just sitting there minding his own business for Cancun. <laughs> we're going to hear about this tomorrow morning. Roger McCoy has been suspended seven games for fighting Austin Bentley in a game. I would pay to see that. Yeah. You already know I, Bentley's I, a washed-up pitcher, though, don't you? Uh, Yeah, that's why it would be hilarious, because I know he would lose. Bentley with his 265-pound beer gut. Bentley in, in, on his crutches. <laughs> I wheelchair is more like it. <laughs> An I didn't want to say it, but... that I'd like to discuss, actually. Oh wow! That's not we have one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you uh, would. Probably leave. Yeah, I, I'm actually interested. So earlier today, there was a post uh, titled "Open Letter to Ho," um, and it wasn't drama as titles containing H.O. usually are. Instead, it was a discussion about how uh, recently the concept of a contract buyout has been banned, and they're looking at reinstituting it. Um, for, for those in here listening that don't know what a buyout is, it is very roughly, uh, if, if a team wants to get rid of a contract, and still has years on that contract, a way that they can avoid a cap hit is they just, in essence, pay all the money early, and then that person is a free agent. Um, so the question I wanted to ask you guys on the topic is, is there any type of contract uh, detail or rule in real sports or whatever fake sports that you would like to see in PBE contracts? It's a good question. Yeah, I'm saying Are that's a full of dead air. Are we turning injuries on? <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> you can you can get injured in PBE. It's just very minimum. 
Now, yeah, you can hurt yourself know. on housing projects, but they don't they don't actually remove you from um, games. Or you can now, retire to play football. I don't yeah. know PBE contracts that well, because I really just know ISFL. But I know Probably. in ISFL, people... The, the contract system, we wish it could be better, but it's it's complicated. But one of the things that people like to put in their contracts, you know, people like incentives. Um, are incentives a thing that are really viable in PBE? I mean, they're viable in ISFL, but it's just that you don't want to have, like, basically dead money on the cap because it can get pretty tight. Um, and I think that incentives would be really cool in sim leagues, too, just to hit incentives yeah. and get money. But um, Are those common uh, in PBE? Yeah, the rules about them are iffy. Um, now speaking as a former GM of of a uh, majors team, what I did with my rookies was I would I would tell them I want you to bet on yourself. What what would you like to do with your player? Do you want to win awards? Okay, pick an award. If you get that award, I'll give you a bonus on your on next season's on next season salary. Um. Or if they if they didn't think they would, they can pick a stat and pick a number such as such as a reliever getting sixty strikeouts in a season, they would get like a two hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus on their next yeah. on the next contract on the next contract season salary. So that's what I did, and I kept the bonus low on the lower end to make it more manageable cap wise. Yeah, how but, do bonuses work in regards to cap in this? Um, basically, this is funny because I'm also the compendium head. So basically what we do when we process a contract that has bonuses attached to it for a future season, um, for example, say, for example, Dom, you're set to make $1.5 million next season, but you have a bonus of 500000 if you win Miners Ambassador. Okay. Instead sure. of instead of it being one point five on the uh, on the compendium, you it would be two million, and then there'd be a clause where you know if you win the award, your salary your salary increases by five hundred thousand, or you get a five hundred thousand dollar bonus on that season's salary. So we we um, we process a contract like you've already earned it. And then if you don't earn it, your GM has to post in a thread that says you did not win this. Your salary for this season should be one point five million, and then we adjust it back. Interesting. That's how we do bonuses. It makes it easier from a cap perspective because you can just assume the money's already gone, basically. And then um, if you don't get the incentive, or you don't reach the incentive. Then oh look we have this we have this extra cap room now, which some teams could leverage to to go into a lower, um lower tier of punishment if they're over the soft cap for example, or if if uh you know say uh what team are you with dumb, uh Taurus, okay so say the Toros with your with your two million dollar salary your one point five plus your five hundred bonus say they're say they're five hundred thousand dollars over the soft cap and you don't get miners ambassador we t- uh steel or Bauer post in the thread hey Dom didn't get this award his salary should be five hundred thousand dollars less we then would sub- we would would then subtract the five hundred thousand from your salary cap hit and then okay. oh look 
the the Toros are now with are now at the salary cap, so they sure. don't lose a pick when the oh, next. That's draft. very cool, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping that sheds a little light on the bonuses. I'm I'm pretty sure if you've made it this far into the podcast by now, I don't know what you're expecting, but I'm hoping I answered some a question if you may have been thinking about it. Now. now, another question I have for y'all is, are you pressured to, um, I don't want to say pressured, but is, is there a certain, I guess, okay, fine. Is there a certain level of pressure to take like a minimum contract when you're in the majors? Yes. Uh, yes. You are, yeah. you are either on a rebuilding team or you are taking a minimum. Yeah. That's, see, that's so, another thing that just would be way better if it wasn't like that. But I think it's just a way that, you know, sim leagues are built. The fact that it's yeah, not I real mean, money. It's you know, so, money, is, um, money is essentially an infinite resource if you're willing to put in the time yes. for it. So, yeah, I would love to see I that change. In, I don't see it happening. I am in uh, two leagues, one of which that I run, that use, instead of money for contracts, just straight up TPE is your contract. Um, and oh, it yeah, creates super a, casual leagues. Yes. Yeah, I'm in casual. that too, yeah. And it creates a radically different economy. <laughs> And you still get like super teams and stuff, but it's it's a really prevalent problem in PBE uh, is how easy it is to remain a contender for like your entire history because cough cough DVS cough cough yeah <laughs> because the only thing that limits you in PBE at all is the minimum like that's it um and you know it, it's certainly an interesting and difficult part of the structure is that. Unless you are just the greediest motherfucker on planet Earth, like you're gonna take the minimum every time. A oh, shout out to Dag, by the way. Uh, um, that is going. To, I I I with my next player, I want to test that. I want to see who was willing to sign me for more than the minimum. Yeah, at least with the first trip to free agency, because honestly, it. So for example. If you are if you are a max earning prospect and you're coming out of your first contract or you're in your, you're in the last season of your first con- of your first, of your rookie contract the team you're on is not trading you for less than a first considering the comp pick rules. Yes. Okay. So they're going they're going to get a first round comp which is, you know, the comp round after the first round. So you are pretty much in control of where you want to go if they don't trade you, which is always true no matter what. But you can tell you can negotiate with teams even before the end of the season. You know, hey, yeah. you know, why trade for me when I can just sign with you? You're not giving up a pick to for me to just sign with you. You can do that if if your GM GMs allow you. But um, with as a max earning prospect, you're gonna get picked up, no matter yeah. what. Absolutely. So why not demand more than the minimum? You know. I mean, I have. That that's something I would like to figure out. Like, yeah, sure. why not demand more than the minimum? Because you're gonna get signed. It's just a matter of. How much more? Pe- well, how mean, much more than the minimum are people willing to sign you? Um, because I have an ongoing um, 
kind of shadow agreement with the Toros, um, considering our stage of development, that if we are ready to make a play by the start of like the next two seasons, like start to really move into contender status, then I will sign Min. And if not, I will expect more than the minimum. Because if we're not contending, I have no reason to take less money. You know? <laughs> no, and that's that's very fair. I, yeah. I want so I understand it's harder on GMs to pay people more than the minimum because I've been there. But at the same time, why do you not pay your players what they're worth? Yeah. Like no, if I mean, you yeah, if you have the number one overall the number one overall TPE player in a draft class and they stay there, they're going to be the highest TPE player in the league at some point. That's valuable, especially if they're a starting pitcher. So and no, depend- I don't know. I never felt any pressure. So so maybe my experience was unique, but I knew coming into negotiations that I would be a, a max earner for both TP and money. So again, but money's not really it, the number is irrelevant to me. Um, and I knew and- that if I if I take a pay cut, that it helps my team. So it's it was a no brainer for me to be to your point. Yeah, if my team's going to contend or or whatever, I, if I can if we can front load and then go super minimal like it's it's going to be really good when i hit my prime years like our team's going to have a really good run um but ultimately i mean for me personally the success of my player and my team is mostly irrelevant the the fun for me is these interactions like getting to talk to you guys getting to hang out in the in the locker room and the rest of it i think it's it's really fun for other people i think a lot of people really enjoy player performance or team performance um and and that's great. That's that's good for them. Like I, I'm glad that I can help contribute to their fun. But ultimately, for me personally, I I'm just not concerned about the contract. I, I wanted to have fun clauses, so I made sure I had a fun clause in there. That was about it. I have fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like my my clause of if I make a pick. Or what was it? If um, oh yeah, every draft I get to name someone, and that someone gets posted, gets pinned in our war room, in the DBS war room, as a reminder of like maybe they they don't turn out the way that I thought they would, but in case they do, this will be a reminder. <laughs> you shall. You those shall are the types of clauses this. that are missing. Those types of clauses are missing in like real life sports, actually. So we have one on that. <laughs> I have. Um... My potential expansion, or my expansion, my potential extension um, for the Toros um, includes a a clause that if they go below 500, I automatically get a player option on every year of the contract. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Okay, go ahead and speak, Mr. Sports Ghost. Well, I'm actually looking at the compendium that uh, Mr. Crushmouse runs. And I am looking at your contract right now on the compendium. You are actually making quite a large lump sum right now. You're making $3 million this season, $3 million next season. And then I look at Benson's contract. He's making $1.5 this year. This is Major League backlogged until season 33. $7 million 
eight million, eight and a quarter, back to eight million, nine and a half million. The last two seasons he's there. I don't know what the contract says though. If both uh, you're not looking at my home. contract, I can tell you that I'm due for ten million next season. You might be looking at Doug Dangling, who is due for three million. No, I'm looking at yours, and it says season twenty-eight mo your contract options. Yeah, no, that's right. The plot thickens. I know I'm only due a million and a half, but. They have a team team option on me, and I know they don't want to lose the bartender in the bar, so I'm just like, okay, ball's in your court, Boise. You can lose the bar and me in the same season. Me and my lousy 5-8-8 ERA. And then the final final point I'll make on that, because I think it's that was a really good question, Jimmy. I think the... Um... What it comes down to is, we've talked about it many times on the podcast, finding the fun. I think for some people, the concept of being the max earner on their team um, is fun. And I think for other people, like, the max moneymaker can be fun, too. So some people can, like, that's part of the fun is, like, yeah, I'm making, like, $15 so I'm the coolest player on the team, you know. So I I think that can be part of it, too. And and I'm glad that I can take a hit on my paycheck to help other people have that fun, too. Like, that's, I, I enjoy that. I mean, you're the second highest paid person in your co- in your uh, team at fifteen and three quarters million. What a Chad. Um, I mean, my contract's front loaded, but I don't think I, I think I made eight or nine. I don't think I have any years that are double digits. No, oh, you're this stuff. season, this season, and next season are both fifteen and three quarters. He's right. Wait, what? I don't even know how yeah. much I'm making. Listen, I just said like write it up however you're gonna write it up, and I'll agree to it. Because again, I just know million, I'm making plenty six of money. Million, six million, six million, six million. Yeah, so it's all front loaded. So it's um, like when you do contracts, it's the minimum that you life. can be paid is based on your level of TPE. So essentially, like my annual salary is whatever um, my TPE was last season. That's that's the the cheapest they can possibly pay me. Plus one fifty. Hmm. So that's that's why we did it that way. And then again, we did front loading because we have it's a lot of young talent on the team. So uh, coming into those later seasons, uh, maybe we can sneak in like a, a free agent or something. Please, DVS always gets the top free agents, and I don't know why, but it is did super you mean annoying. The team with the greatest future, the Death Scorpions. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that is. That was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I know for a fact that Beaver loved that so much. Like, okay, so we yeah, have... we're not gonna talk about that. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put the foot I'm, down. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk, talk about, about something it. here. Yeah. So in <laughs> I'm gonna listen. Room, let me let me cut you off real quick. I'm good on the drama. Gotcha. I don't need that stuff. I. I intentionally avoid that stuff. I hang out with you guys so I can just not have that in in my general vicinity. I'm okay with talking about it ancillary. I, I'm okay with like it it comes up organically and we discuss it, blah blah blah. We don't need to get into the specifics of it. I'm okay with that. So right. Crush Fam officially anti drama, anti baseball. 
Pro um, unless you're a member of the Indie Walker room. Not anti- <laughs> <laughs> I was so, going to say we're anti hummus, aren't we? Everybody's no, anti hummus. Well, well, it's anti HO more than anything. I I feel, and with hummus being a part of HO as a commissioner, in it, by extension, yes, we are anti hummus. No, <laughs> don't agree no, with any of that. That it. logic didn't didn't track for me. Is hummus a part of HO or not? I I'm yes. not anti HO though. It's listen. But are we anti HO or not? Pro hummus. Okay, you're, yeah, you're like, like a weird. You're like the weird. The weird guy in the family. No, so. Shu, Shu. Listen, Shu is the the greatest fan of the Crush Fan podcast. We are supremely oh, pro you. HO. Happy birthday, Shu. Happy birthday, Shu. No, when I have, say to, happy I have birthday, to support HO Shu. until I'm there, and then I'll talk about how much they suck. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna be the man on the inside? Yes, I love it. Shu is washed yeah. up, anyways. Whoa! Thank you. Thank you. We need to start talking about sim users like Skip Bayless talks about <laughs> players. Who talks be about like, who? Be, be like, Poe needed help to win an A to be an HO. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do not give me that. No, Crozier, do not give me any ideas because I have a podcast. HO. <laughs> I'm not HO, but I can I make am, I have go a Mickey low. Mouse Miners Ambassador. <laughs> Would people quit using the Mickey Mouse brand without asking the actual only mouse in the league if they can use Mickey Mouse? I feel like Seriously. you have serious issues to work out with Disney if you think that you <laughs> own the copyright to Mickey. You know, I'm the only one in the league that is named Mouse. I have the copyright, okay, by default. All right, I gotta ask you, Jimmy. Jimmy, how do you feel about HO? HO? Yeah, I mean, okay, as a new I don't know user, anyone in HO? You have to be specific. You almost did. Okay, but the yeah. the uh, the general vibe I get from any sim league is that people complain way too much about HO and. Really, it's volunteer work, and they really put in like tons of time that most of us don't to try to make things go smoothly. So, for the most part, I'm pro HO on just in general and in, in all sim leagues, just because I, I respect what they do. I think it's uh, it's not an easy job. It's really a thankless job in many ways because a lot of times you're just getting uh, complained at or insulted from the majority of leagues, um, the majority of users. Um, and I think it's fine to disagree with with the decisions that they do make in time, but I never really talk bad about about HO and at any random time, just because yeah, I, I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm not applying for HO, uh, so I, I don't know. I'm not willing to do that work, so I don't really feel the right to just complain generally about them. But yeah, there are always times where you're going to disagree with them. Dom, we've never done this before, but um, with your blessing, what I'd like to do. Um, you know, as as a bold and empowered leader myself, I would like to offer Jimmy the guest of the podcast award for his kind words about HO. If if you would agree with me, yeah, no, that seems it's fitting. Wow. Okay, I'm I have to request that role now in the uh, Chicago <laughs> Yeah, it's only of this podcast though. Like future podcasts, I mean, that it, it, yeah, it's just this one. Oh, oh well, I appreciate that. Thank you know, thank you so much. It, it has been a pleasure. It's been an honor, truly. 
to be a part of it. So, thank you. I think it's been an hour now. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, I'd, I'd, there's nothing that we can say that could possibly top that, I don't think. So I, I think this is the perfect logical conclusion of the podcast. Um, and, and yeah, let, let me also go ahead and shout out the DRJ bar. Make sure to check it out next time you're in Boise. Um, definitely an important attraction. And Read my night new uh, media article. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Crozier McCoy is back with a vengeance. So yeah, it's it's a surprisingly unedgy uh, Crozier. I'm glad because the last couple yeah. were very emotionally charged. <laughs> they were. Yeah. No, that one is like. I mean, it's <laughs> that one just tried to catch like being right. content. <laughs> I disconnected for a second. What I miss? My um, my Wi-Fi went you? out. I mean that was really oh. good timing because Jimmy's super pro HO. We gave him the um, the guest of Wait, the podcast what? award. So yeah. uh, and now we're closing out. So any any parting thoughts? That's not the Jimmy I know. You don't know me at all. Wow. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I'm not, but, I'm not critical what, of HO and ISFL. What about all that time we spent in the Norfolk locker room trash talking HO? Bex for is a seawolf. Bex is a seawolf. I wouldn't trash Bex. She's, she's my. Oh, she's boy. my. I mean, there you have it. So that's great final I mean, words I didn't, from I didn't, Haseo. I, I didn't say Bex, now did I? I think Bex is amazing. Yeah, Bex leave is actually my, a two-time seawolf. Leave my pitcher out of this. Yeah, she's the first kingpin. Like She, she was... I caught her in my first season as a kingpin, okay? There you go. I can you say she's amazing. I did, actually, while I was in the minor leagues, yes. And now you're a shortstop. I'm a left fielder. I was gonna say big catcher, and now you play left field instead of shortstop. Okay, Kyle Schwarber Jr. Nice. Got him. <laughs> Alright. Any final words? Any, okay. I won't count those as your final words if you have actual final words. Haseo. Um, it's been, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm sorry I'm off on tangents. I do that quite a bit if you ask my wife. So, um, but it's been interesting to be a part of something that's actually pretty hyped in the Chicago locker room. Um, and we got I'm, street cred. Uh, well, I mean, I've been, I was a part of the locker room for eight seasons now, and I, I, I unfortunately, it was kicked out of it recently um i'm gonna drop an announcement here because i don't know when this podcast is dropping and i, mean, I don't I'm, know I'm, gonna, if, I'm literally if releasing they, it immediately after we're done so you do what you want but just, just know oh, that. fine that's actually perfect All right. um so as the guys in the monitors probably know uh legally blind gamer step is stepping down after the end of the season as the gm of the dallas dynamos and I have been selected to take up the mantle as of season twenty-eight. Traitor. Which is exactly which is exactly yeah, why I got kept out of the, the Chicago locker room and the war room. So that w- that's gonna suck because I'm not gonna be able to talk to the guys much anymore. But you know, whatever. They can. Good luck. 
Good luck. I'll kick them out of my I'll kick them out of my locker room too if they're over there. Well, so. it's it's exciting. Um, I'm glad that you know. Obviously, you were as a former majors GM, you have the experience, and I'm glad that you're at a point in your life where you feel like um, it's it's cool to get back in. So glad the family's doing well. Glad everything else is is going well. Yeah. For you. Um. Yeah, the family's doing really well, and I am actually dropping every other job I have at the PBE to do this at the end of the season. So that way, I still have time for the family. So I don't plan on going anywhere for a while. Unless somebody gives me a great pitch at at a Majors expansion team, this is probably it for me. Well, um, as the fifth most popular podcast in the league and the number one podcast on the Kingpins. Uh, I'm glad that you chose our platform to make the big announcement. And uh, yeah, sad to lose you, but but excited about uh, you know heating that rivalry up again. It's, it's always fun. Uh, so it... I, I nope, hope nope, it's going to be a friendly nope, rivalry. Listen, don't taint it with more, more words. Just let it sit. Just let it... <laughs> Let's wow, okay, it was beautiful. We had a beautiful moment. We... <laughs> All right, DRJ, what you, you got? What you got for you us? Have, we words. were having a moment, yeah, and it, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. Well, what? when I, I was gonna say, go to Dallas already, you hateful man. Fine, I'm just are the screwing words. with them. I'm just screwing with them, but. I honestly hope Boise finishes with another really great season. So I think he he calls himself said earlier we are on our pace for our best season since the year we won the World Series back in 33, 2033 and then I come up to the Kingpins. Being on this team for two of its last three World Series Pardon my language, but just win the goddamn thing at this point. You're killing us. That's it. That's you know. I mean, what? that's that's great advice, but you were part of the team that did not win it. So I feel like I you're know, shifting I responsibility. I know I was a garbage pitcher. <laughs> Your own failures. <laughs> I was the bum ass <laughs> setup man of that bullpen. Leave me alone. No, I did shit that playoff. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I was okay. gonna say I was the bum ass setup man to Glenn Allen Mixon. Yeah, no, that was a, it was a good rally. It I called rally. them once. I think I think the team will appreciate that. Jimmy, parting words, final thoughts. Um, it's great to be a kingpin. It's great to be a visitor of the Crush fan. Hopefully, I can get back on again at some point. Um, and thanks for welcoming me. Um, I know I'm a stranger to y'all for the most part. Um, so thanks for bringing me on. I mean, outside of that hot take on baseball, I feel like we, we have very similar mindsets. So you're, you're a welcome addition. Glad to have you. I don't, I don't really think it's a hot take if it's the official stance of the pod. I'm going to listen after this is done, I'll, I'll go cry, but, but I'm going to hold it together for the next few minutes. Right. No man, I appreciate that. Was, I appreciate the honesty, and I think that listen, opinions are valid. Absolutely, um, that's it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Uh, Dom, what did you got for us? Um, this was fun, and uh, when whoa, you're whoa, down, whoa, whoa, just whoa. one way Why'd to go. Why'd your voice go up at the end there? Oh, did it? This was, was fun? fun. This was fun. Hey. Sorry, I was under the I was under yeah, his this desk. Was, I'm this sorry. This is very fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. When when you're down, there's just one way to go. Say lot, babe. <laughs> yep words to live by all right guys thank you so much for being here <laughs> thanks for those of you who stuck around to listen um you know we might get this going on a weekly basis again we'll see how the muse strikes um but until then cancels again yeah if we don't get canceled we'll see what happens but um yeah i'll uh i'll see you on the field take care